If you worry about what other people think, soon enough, you will be on the sidelines of your life. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show. I'm your host, and today we are diving into some really empowering conversation. Today, I have Kiki Rosema, founder of No Girl Left Behind event. It's happening in three cities across Canada in 2024. She's a former junior high school teacher who recognized the need for girls and women empowerment. Please welcome Kiki to the show. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm grateful to have you here because this is this is a really important topic because we are building leaders for the future. And when I talk about leaders, people are right away frame it as, you know, within an organization, but we're looking at people who are leaders in life. And what better way to do that than really empowering our youth and, you know, helping adults already shift into having that empowering mindset. And that's one of the biggest things we talk about on the show here. Yes. So we, I noticed this need for empowerment back when I was teaching. And then when I created a three-day empowerment camp for girls, it was, how do we not just talk about empowerment, how do we build empowerment from within? Because empowerment is such a huge topic. Uh, but I feel like women don't know how to be empowered and girls are still learning. So that's what we want to do. And, you know, it's more than, than just sharing a story. It's about providing the strategies and the tools for life so that you can fall back on those and you're not looking for them externally. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest questions is really helping people understand why it's such a crucial place to be involved. And as an educator yourself, you know, to focus on ensuring and I love the title, no girl gets left behind in really empowering this movement. But what can you share with us? And, and this is the part that I want people to understand who are listening and watching. When we create these events that have empowerment and promotion of being strong and confident what is the broader society benefits what 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 are we going to see from events like this how does it transform into um, the future as they grow and how is it going to impact our society so that's a phenomenal question and i think what's going to happen here is we're going to start seeing girls who don't compete and compare. And it's in adults as well. And particularly with women who own their own businesses, you know, when you have uh, speakers and you have leaders, business coaches, all those kinds of things, anything where you see women in the same, uh, in the same field, you'll find that there's so much competition and rivalry. And it's something that has been instilled in us for generations. And so we need to stop that because being empowered allows us to stay in our own lane, so to speak, but it also gives you that sense of peace from within so that you have 
the uh, encouragement to cheer somebody else on, whether they're in the same business that you are or not, because you can recognize that there's room for all of us to succeed. And you're just part of that. I love that you say that, because when I think about my own personal journey, I think about, you know, there were times that there is that competitiveness and, you know, people take actions that are related to that fear. It's a fear-based action on what they do in that competition versus just knowing that there's enough for everyone. And if we had that, like you said, that peace within, how, how revealing is that to be confident in yourself that knowing that whatever resonates with someone, they're going to be the ones who hire you. They're the ones who are going to be promoting you because you're able to stand in your own conviction and your own confidence of who you are. Um, a thousand percent, Deborah, because, you know, I, I also own um, a clothing company and I was at a women's show a few years back and there was a woman across uh, the the hall from me and she was like oh I'm so worried because I'm a lasher and somebody else is a lasher you know three or four booths down and and I'm not going to get any sales and I said well first of all your attitude is what's it's gonna you know keep mm -hmm. you from making any sales what you need to do is understand that people are going to come to your booth because of who you are and the service that you provide and if they resonate with that and they like you as a person they're going to go to you uh, you know, it didn't matter to me that a, a couple of booths down, there was another athleisure company that was there. And I thought, well, this is fabulous because, you know, they'll go by there, they'll come here. And we did an unbelievable amount of sales that weekend. And I told her, if you change your perspective on how you're feeling about this, you're going to start selling. And she yeah. had sold two sets of lashes uh, an hour in and by noon she had sold out and she had to close her booth <laughs> how amazing is that you know one you of know? the things yeah. I find incredible about that it'd be interesting to just sh shift it even further saying if everybody came to you right now would you be able to serve all yeah, and... right it, 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 it's yeah. sort of you do the best you can with what you have and if you know who you are from a foundational perspective mm -hmm. uh, which is that building the relationship from within and that's what empowerment is is understanding that yeah then you do what you can and being the person you are will attract the right people yeah and and one of the things that you talk about here is really really important it's about establishing and building those relationships. And I think that is so foundational. And as women, you know, we are quite natural about forming those relationships, forming them. But sometimes I think we have to do a lot more work in really nurturing them and helping that they flourish and knowing when to connect back and check in and, and, and those kind of things. Because I, I know just growing in within an organization, it is those people who continually nurtured those relationships where opportunities seem to come up. Right. So, you know, in one of your previous podcasts, you talked about leadership and boundaries. So you've got to understand yourself really well. And with the No Girl Left Behind event, we focus on relationships. The most important relationship that exists is the one with self. And the most complicated relationship and the most influential is the one between mother and daughter. And whether you have a daughter, uh, you had or have a mother, and women tend to carry 
uh, the relationship and those feelings and the ideologies and the experiences with them. And we need to uh, introduce a new perspective in terms of you are not the you're not defined by those experiences. You're defined uh, by your response to those. And you get to choose that, which is very empowering. Understanding that we get to choose who we are, where we're going, and all those things, that choice is what empowers us because you can change who you are at any given time. If you decide today, I am no longer gonna feel this way about my body and I'm gonna accept who I am as a mm -hmm. human being and as a woman, uh, that gives you the empowerment to sit in the power seat of your own car, you know? Yeah. And I think this is really important for people to understand because you can change your identity at any given time by the power of saying, I choose, I choose differently today. Yes. Yes. And to be open to learning a new perspective, right? We are where we are based on our experiences, but who we are is defined on those choices. So what we're doing in the event is we're honing in on the relationship with self because I believe the three most important things in any relationship is number one, communication, number two, respect, and number three, trust. And if one of those things is fractured, then you have something missing from that relationship. And it doesn't matter whether it's yourself, your spouse, a friend, uh, your business partner, any relationship requires communication as the number one thing. It's not money that causes divorce. It's the lack of communication. Yeah. And that, and that's absolutely true in the fact that, you know, when I just think about one part of communication, right, it's listening. How often are we actually dis dismissing each other because we're thinking about something we're doing, someone says something to us, but we're so focused on what we need that we can't hear the other person and be able to acknowledge them and say, I just have to finish this thought and I'll get back to you. And that's how simple it could be. Because when someone's trying to share something and they're not trying, they're sharing something with you that they, it's important to them. So how do we pause and actually say, I hear you. Let me just finish my thought and come back to that because I really want to give you my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, when I first met my husband, I was, when I uh, felt that there was a conflict, I would sort of hang back and be quiet. And he's the type of person that wants to fix it. You know, he wants to deal with it. So it's like, if I am feeling heated about something, I'll be mm -hmm. like, you know what? I, you just need to give me 15 minutes here. I just need to decompress. And then I will come back to this because mm -hmm. he needs something from me and I need something from him. And you have to meet in the middle about it, you know, mm -hmm. and we don't hold on to thoughts or fears or anger because it just doesn't serve anybody. Right. So you've got to be able to communicate. Well, how are you feeling about that? Well, okay, I need to hear you better, you know, and it's that it's sometimes it's not even what you say, but it's how you say it. So you have to understand where someone else is coming from. And I'm finding that the younger generation, okay, I'm 54, but I'm finding that 30 year olds will, uh, they don't want to talk to you over the phone and they don't want to talk to you face to face. They just want to send off an email or a message, and then that's it. And then they feel like they've said their whatever they need to say, and then you're not really 
offered or afforded the opportunity to respond. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think needs to be addressed as well at our event is just, you have to understand that what you're saying or putting out there, um, you need to allow that person to respond in the way that they feel comfortable responding. So, and it's not about confrontation. I think a lot of people um, lately in the last few years, it's this, I'm so scared. I don't like confrontation. I don't like confrontation. I don't think people thrive on confrontation. I think that it's a matter for me personally, I just want to be able to communicate something, you know, and it's not about, but it it is about respect too. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I'm, I'm substitute teaching, I don't allow a child to speak to me with disrespect because I don't treat someone else that way. And, you know, it's accountability and it is respectability and all those kinds of things. And the event is going to be something where, we we actually teach those skills as far as how do you build how do you build the relationship Mm -hmm. with self you know what are some activities what are some things that you can do that you can always look back on because you know women especially if you look at uh you say you've had a, a disagreement with your girlfriend and what women tend to do is they'll pick up the phone or they'll message their friend and say, oh my gosh, this is what happened with so-and-so. And then they'll have to reach out to two or three or four or five people. And all of a sudden you've got this posse of people involved in a situation that is just doesn't need to be, you know, it, they don't need to be involved in it. And all it would require is for them and the other person to have had that conversation and let it go. But women want to hold on to those things. And it's like, you know what, you really don't need to let it go. And you don't need to feel validated by five other different people. If you felt that you had that peace within, and you understood your own relationship with yourself, Mm -hmm. you would a understand how you operate, b understand what you needed. C, you would be able to fulfill those needs without looking for, like I said before, that external validation. Am I pretty enough? Am I worthy enough? It Does my body uh, measure up? And it, it's just all those things. You don't have to look for that because you know from a foundational point, I'm enough and I'm a good person and I'm going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. And if somebody else is not okay with that, it, it really isn't my problem. I've done the best that I can. And that is what we're talking about. Yeah. And I think one of the things that comes up for me as you say that, that there needs to be a willpower that, you know, when we're having that communication, both parties need to be willing to want to hear the other person. And often that's not always the case because one person thinks that they don't need to change anything. <laughs> You know, and I think that's where it takes us down that drastic road of, you know, there has to be a willpower, there has to be a willingness to come together. And one of the other things that you said, you know, and people say, it seems like a catchphrase right now about, well, I don't like conflict. How about shift the language to, I'm opening up to dialogue, I am opening up to conversation. And it doesn't have to have the perspective that it's going to be heated. You're coming to a place of understanding. And if that's the intention, right, we're going with intention here. And uh, I would love for you to share how you help young women and um, women, like girls and women, really get to a place of knowing that not only their worth, but how when you show up with intention, how things change. So 
Yeah, I'm just, we're so in alignment here of what we're talking about, you know, and when it comes to, it's the perspective, right? So when someone, when a girl, we have campfire chit chats at our camp and 2024 is the first year of our event. So we're going to see how it goes, but we ask directed questions. And if a girl comes up and, and during our fireside chat, for instance, and they're saying, well, uh, I wasn't invited to this sleepover. What am I going to do about it? And I'm feeling really left out and blah, blah, blah. Well, you have, and they must not like me. Uh, they must be mad at me. I must not be a good enough friend. And then, so what I do is I first, I say to them, ask yourself this. Okay, Hannah, is this true? Are you a terrible friend? What have you done that would cause you to think that you were a bad friend? And you have to understand where someone else or, or believe that someone else is coming from a place where they are at. Just because I am in a good place does not mean that someone else is. And when you're talking about opening up that dialogue or having the perspective of that, someone may not have the capacity to do that where they are at. And with women, we're physiologically different than men. We think differently. We feel differently. We have hormones that come and go, whether people want to, you know, accept that or not. Um, and personally, uh, I, I think I'm going through menopause. So like, you know, and I, at 54, I have a six-year-old and a 10-year-old and I'm an older mom. So you know, I got to deal with my son going through puberty and then I got to deal with myself going, oh, okay, so today I want a divorce and tomorrow we're good <laughs> whatsoever. So it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what? Uh, I just, I need a minute because I, I, I'd like to poke you in the eye, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's having that understanding and going, it's not always about, uh, it's not always about me. You have to be empathetic enough to say, maybe this is where they're at and how can mm -hmm. I, how can I help better understand where they're coming from, you know, yeah. and see where that is. And because women tend to look back at themselves and say, oh, no, I wish I looked like her and I'm glad I don't look like her and all those kinds of things. Yeah. And it's like, I will look in the mirror with nothing on and go, I love this body because it's, it's done so much for me and it's still going, you know? Yeah. So that's what we, it's the perspective. It's, it's creating a new perspective, teaching the new perspective and practicing, I believe, self-talk. So ask yourself those things when you're feeling really down, you know, is this true? And I, am I really a horrible mother? Am I a horrible person? You know, what do I have to offer the world? What have I done lately? That's, that's good for the world and, and, mm. and those types of things. And then, so being aware of those things helps us mm. and, and that self-talk, you know, people talk about journaling, but if you don't know what to journal, you're, you're just going to be writing really nothing that means anything to you. So yeah. you have to understand, well, here's an example, or here's an exercise. So we'll do a letter writing exercise where I am asking specific questions to uh, the group of girls or the group of women, because they're not together in the event. Mm -hmm. It's a separate thing. Um, and that offers reflection on their experiences and where they've come from and oh okay I get it from here you know yeah. and so it's it's very very uh, the experience is very individual in terms of what you're going to take away uh but I I think every single person's going to come come away with so many strategies and tools for life and it's not going to be something they forget 
That is pretty special because reflection is where we get our greatest self-awareness. I am a journaler and uh, and I like that you say that because sometimes people need prompts. Um, one of the things that I, I have found helpful is sometimes it's just a brain dump, allowing everything to flow what's on your mind. And, I, you know, I, I share this often that I take a phrase from Dove Barron. He's a leadership um, teacher and he talks about the journaling is like vomit and diamonds. And I was like, oh, that's so brilliant because that's how I feel, <laughs> you know, that you're dumping out the negativity, but I don't take it with me. Once the journal closes, it doesn't come with me into my day. So if I am experiencing it, I have shelved it somewhere. I have processed it. Yeah. And then at the same time, there's times when there's these brilliant ideas that come on the paper and I need to acknowledge them and say, wow, I didn't know that was inside this, you know, pointing at my head here, that yeah. we, we can be open to what comes up for us and not be afraid of it, you know, yeah. that it's okay to have that negative self-talk, but it's what you do with it, how long you decide to hang on to it, all of yeah. these things that I find it's, it's actually amazing how it leads to an empowerment space because you can let go. I just got to chill with you saying that because <laughs> exactly that. How If you can step back for a second and say, how am I going to respond to this situation, to this comment, to this experience? Can I change my perspective on how I felt about this particular thing moving forward, mm -hmm. which can deal with trauma? which can deal with a negative experience or something that you have believed your whole life. Yeah. It's about a mind shift. And it just, if you give yourself the grace to do that, that is, that is, that is what creates power empowerment. And that's what creates uh, that sense of peace. And once you have that sense of peace, and once you have uh, the empowerment that you have built, nothing can tear it down. I can, I can guarantee it because it took me years and years to be in this place. And now that I'm here, uh, absolutely nothing can it's tear like, it watch out. And I've here. never been happier. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's true. It's just sort of, but I, but I, I feel so good about it that I, I don't want anyone else to spend decades and their whole lives going, I'm not, I must not be enough. I'm I, this person didn't like me because I was this, or I guess I must be this because this didn't work out or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I want to be able to uh, show these girls that they are so incredible and so worthy. And then to show women the same thing so that you can say uh, authentically and genuinely, oh my gosh, your business is doing so well. Good for you good for you. That is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And you know, what's fascinating is, you know, when it comes from that place of competition, I just love to address this with you. You know, when people feel that jealousy, one of the things I'll say to somebody is, well, that's a call to action. Because if you have any jealousy in your bones, it means you see something bigger for yourself. And that feeling came up to tell you it's time to take some action. Yeah. I love them. I love them. And I, you know, I started my clothing business at 49. Um, I, I got my master's degree when I was 42, 
we adopted our first son at 43, my second son at 48. Here I am launching this at 54. It doesn't matter how old you are. <clears throat> you have to recognize what's my passion? What's my purpose? What's driving me? You know, mm. and uh, again, I get to choose that. It doesn't matter where you are financially or anything else, really and truly. If you have uh, the idea, uh, you could just have to put the resources together and you can make anything happen. And my dad has said that my entirely, my entire life. He was like, Kiki, just make it happen. And I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, it is about choosing empowerment. I just, I want to just touch on for a moment, kind of breaking some stereotypes stereotypes can be very limiting and how we encourage girls to break free from the societal expectations and to pursue their passions irrespective of traditional gender roles. I'd love to get your take on that. So I feel like, again, you have to, understanding who you are and, and what drives you, what is in your soul, really, it's, um, you know, I, I my husband is a, a chartered professional accountant. I would rather put bamboo shoots up my fingernails than, than do what he does. But he loves it and he understands it and numbers scare me. So there's just no way that I would ever do something that would lead me to something to do with numbers. But what I see is that I really, really look at girls and women and I see, oh, they can be anything they want to be. And when I look at friends from high school who are now lawyers in their own firms, and uh, a friend of mine is the president of FedEx Canada, and <clears throat> she has gone through so many ups and downs. She lost her husband and had to uh, raise four kids on her own. And she climbed the ladder based on her uh, intelligence and her integrity. This is what I'm talking about. It's about, it just doesn't matter. And it doesn't have to be a man's world because guess what? Without us, there is no world. So, you know, it's that you really do get to choose. And so you have to find those things that that are going to make your clock tick and you just run with it. And I love, you know, hearing about women in construction, women doing things that have been traditional. And it's to really expose them to the opportunity of, there is opportunity. And if that's what you truly want to do and that's what you truly love, it's time to go for it because you could be the trailblazer. You could be setting the example and role modeling for the young women behind you or other women who are doing things that they don't enjoy. So take the first step. Yeah. And why shouldn't you? Right. So it just and we're, we don't have traditional roles, um, you know, domestically women typically can't stay at home and uh, care for the home and, and the kids because of financial reasons and because of the, you know, the increase in divorce. So it's just the reality is women are all things to all people mm -hmm. most of the time. And we have to recognize that if we all talk about, oh, you have to take time for yourself and, you know, you should just go have a bath or go do whatever. And women are so robotic in terms of taking care of everyone else but themselves they actually don't even know what it is that they enjoy doing like I know a friend who's like uh, I don't want to take a bath that that that's not relaxing for me at all and I said well what is it that you'd like to do well, I love being outside so why don't you grab the dog and go for a walk no that's a good idea I think I'd really like that so again it's that sitting back long enough 
mm-hmm. to listen to yourself. You were talking about listening before, allowing yourself to listen. We're going to, we're going to teach people how to do that too at the event. Yeah. And I, and I think what it is, is we get so busy. We get so caught up in our daily lives because of, of all the responsibilities that nets you need to get done, shuttling to kids activities or, um, you know, caring for someone who, you know, being a caregiver as well to, you know, sandwich generation, of course. But also, I think we've been conditioned that self-care actually comes from a place of a physical need versus tapping into the emotional needs, being able to have that chit-chat conversation you're talking about to kind of just process things and not, not from what they call, you know, the bitch session per se, but it's a session of being able to have something constructive. Like instead of, you know, wanting to complain or vent about other people, how can you look at it and say, can you help me find the tools that I can have to speak to this individual? That's what we should be seeing from each other. If you want to gather the posse, help me to do this in a way that comes with kindness, that comes with intention. Otherwise, it's truly about slowing down, allowing yourself to feel the feels, allowing yourself to, like you said, um, I love this Kiki is really knowing who you are and what you want. That is such a powerful place to be. And it can take years (laughs) to get there. So I love that you're putting on this event to really help with people to connect sooner to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I'm I'm just, I, it's how I was just telling, uh, telling Deborah before we started here, I said, you know, how I get to sleep every night lately is how this event is going to be. And I, I imagine all the women and all the girls there and I imagine how it's going to go and all these things. It's just so exciting because there's a lot of women retreats out there. There's a lot of events. There's a lot of conferences, but they're set up so that people sit and they're spoken to. Mm -hmm. They're not taking action. They're not, they don't have hands-on experiences to take part in their own empowerment, which is massive to me. I think that's, that's one of the ways we're very, very different and unique. And yet from an empowerment point of view, and even a mental health point of view, um, this is something that's not going to go away. And if you think about the number of people who experience depression or anxiety and those kinds of things, it's really that there's a detachment from who they are and the relationship that they have. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I'm just saying that there are some tools and strategies that can certainly lessen um, the impact of mental health on us if we're aware of those. Yeah. So Kiki and everyone listening, this is, I want to throw this question out for you. If you're thinking about going to this event and really wanting to be in this place of empowerment, I'm going to challenge you all when, when you think about your favorite food or the place you want to travel to, as an example, you can't truly imagine how that will be until you actually experience it. So Kiki, can you just give us a picture? I know we want to extend the invitation to come and experience this event that no girl gets left behind. But from your perspective, how can you give them this showcase of what they might experience and extending that invitation? 
So just to be clear, it's no girl left behind and it's not just about girls. So we are separating the girls and the women. So your experience as a woman uh, is, is it's even in a different room. So we're, you know, the girls are eight and above, and we are going to be grouping the girls eight and 11 into one, uh, one room for developmental content, 12 to 15 in another, and then girls 16 or women above uh, will be together. And so for my sessions, we're doing role play. So uh, for the 12 to 15 year olds, it's role play in terms of how do you deal with and how do you navigate girl friendships? You know, how, how do we do that? Because there's, there's a lot of conflict. How do we deal with the conflict? How do we deal with feeling left out? How do we deal with, I don't look like her. I'm not developing the same way she is. And it's that, it's that, Hey, let's look at this differently. So it's asking those pointed questions with women. It is um, like, I had a, a pretty rough relationship with my own mom and I didn't realize how that affected me until she passed away and the circumstances around her passing away just gave me a new perspective and now I love her more than ever and I also realized that the whole time my whole life I thought I must not be good enough because we had such a bad relationship it was instead of looking at it like that I chose to look at it from the my mom did the best that she could with what she had and she also had mental illness so I had to understand she did love me, actually. She just didn't know how, you know? And so it's it's those things. So it's the pointed questions. It's the letter writing. It's the exercises. If you're feeling this way and you can take 15, 20 minutes uh, a day or even 10 minutes, what are you going to ask yourself? Well, here's the exercise. So you're going to have those things with you. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I want to draw on this is, you know, when you think about when you say you're not enough and you're questioning whether that is true, ask yourself this, what would you feel like without believing that? What actions would you take if you didn't believe that? And I think this event is something that many women and girls need to come to so that they can shift into being empowered to say, I am enough. I'm ready to take actions that are going to support me. Oh, I love that. And yes, a hundred percent. That's what we want people to leave with. Absolutely. To say, you know what, maybe I can do this. Maybe I'm in a, re a toxic relationship that it really isn't working for me, whether that's a friend or a partnership or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And understand that, you know, um, people are going to treat me the way I allow myself to be treated. And I just don't like that. And I, when I was with, um, a couple of months ago, I had a conversation with a friend of mine and it got into a thing where she was annoyed with somebody else that we knew and da, da, da. And I, so I had, I thought, how am I going to re respond to this? You know, cause women will typically be on the side of the person who they're talking to and yeah. be like, Oh my gosh, I know she just did this and this. Oh, I'd be so pissed off too. You know? And so it is that thing of, I went, you know what? I just, I don't want to talk about it. I think you probably need to just work that out with her and just, yeah. um, I'll stay out of it. And it was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah, no worries. And then she texted me a couple of days later and she said, I really want to thank you for that because we could have gone down the rabbit hole of that whole conversation and we mm -hmm. didn't. And I said, don't you feel better about it? Like lighter? Yeah, very powerful. And the other thing is, you know, and 
throughout the thread of this conversation is really about meeting people where they're at and not just thinking about what they might want, but it's what is it they truly need right now. And that's the place we have to bring people to is slowing them down so they can be here in the now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. You have to accept people for where they're at because that's where they are, you know, and people who are coming to the event are interested in learning more. They, and they want to know, how do I empower myself? And so, if you know, when you're open to that and you're allowing yourself the grace to learn, then you're able to walk away with a, a new set of tools and a new perspective, which your reality is your perspective, right? So it offers you so many open doors to mm -hmm. say, I could try this or why don't I try that? And, um, and why wouldn't you want to be there? Exactly, exactly. So Kiki, how can people get tickets, learn more about your organization and the work that you do? So tickets are on sale and you can go to our website, which is nogirlleftbehindevent.com. Mm -hmm. And Edmonton is March the 9th. Grand Prairie is May the 18th. And then Toronto is September the 14th. So we have 150 people coming to each event. We've got three sessions in the morning a buffet lunch, three sessions in the afternoon, a buffet supper, and then we're going to finish it off with a dance party. That's the way we like it. That's the way we like it. That is so awesome. And I'll have all those connections in the show notes as well. Kiki, I want to thank you for joining us here on the Millionaire Woman Show. I hope this experience for you was a treat as well. And uh, I think it's so special, the work that you're doing. So please continue to empower those around you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come on. It was so wonderful to meet you. And um, I, I appreciate that so much with the conversation. And I hope we stay in touch because I think you're pretty amazing too. <laughs> Absolutely, Kiki. I would love that. Thank you everyone for listening to us here on the Millionaire Woman Show. You can also pop over to my website at www.debrakasowski.com. If you haven't gotten it already, there's a reset your mindset document there for you to have on hand when you feel like you're straying away from where you want to be to pull that up and refer to it to help you grow. As Mahamad Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, go out and make today great. Thank you.